Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player. I've been vegan for nine years. I've also been able to coach over 350 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to listen to today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Um, so you guys have been following my journey along. I am back in Vancouver, and I'm currently staying in downtown. So if you hear some trucks, some noises, some ambulances in the background, I apologize for that. Excited to move to my new space where it's going to be zen and quiet, fully out of nature. For today's episode, um, I want to talk about endurance races. So there's five things that you need to know before signing up or, or committing to doing an entrance race. So that could be a triathlon, a, a sprint, an Olympic, a half Ironman, a full Ironman. It could be a marathon, a half marathon, whatever run may be that is a longer distance. Because as you guys know, I've probably done over, ooh, probably over 30 um, a different triathlon of different distances. I've done some half marathons. I've uh, cycled from Vancouver to San Francisco. I've done a lot of long distance races or activities. And there's five things that I want to share that um, I see people do when it comes to wanting to improve their body composition and for fat loss, which is not actually serving them. So first thing I want to say, I have my little notes here, is that it will give you a terrible body composition, um, and it'll make further fat loss harder. So what I mean by that is if you're wanting to do a triathlon or half marathon because you want to lose weight, understand that it won't really help you lose weight, and it's actually going to make it harder for you to do it in, in the future, and I'll explain why. First of all, um, when you're you're going to be expending a lot of energy and most endurance races are cardiovascular related, right? They're not like strength related. You don't, you're not going to be lifting weights in the gym for, you know, 10 hours a week. You're probably going to be doing cardio for 10 hours a week. And so you won't be doing a lot of activity that will promote the growth of lean muscle tissue. And if you want to improve your body composition, you need to build muscle and you need to lose fat, right? Fat needs to decrease, muscle mass needs to increase. And by doing that much cardio and the way that people naturally fuel themselves when they do this type of exercise, they're not creating an environment where you are um, able to build a lot of lean muscle tissue, mainly because again, they're not focusing on hitting protein and they're not adding strength training into the regimen. They're just focusing on swimming, biking, running, or just running or whatever sport you would be doing. So it's not conducive to you actually shifting your body composition in the right direction. And uh, again, you're doing a bunch of cardio, a bunch of cardio, no strength training. You're eating away at your, your lean muscle mass and you're not feeling yourself in a way that is allowing you again to build that muscle. If you want to build muscle as an endurance athlete, it is a lot harder because you're doing so much cardio. And so you're bringing your body in the opposite direction. Like cardio to a certain extent is good for your transformation. It's good for heart health, but past a certain point, which you are certainly passing if you do an endurance race, um, it's not going to be conducive to you like building and retaining lean muscle tissue. So that's not Number one, the second one, it's going to make it harder for you to lose fat in the future simply because your work capacity will have increased. So how much your body is used to performing exercise will have increased. So when you first start off and I tell you to do a five or 10 kilometer run, or even if uh, I'll put it in my five mile run, you're probably like, oh my God, that is such a long time. And then, you know, you can train for six months to a year and now you're able to run five miles like as a warm up before your actual workout. And so your capacity to put out 
energy and to complete a workout is a lot higher because your body got used to it. You're a lot more efficient at performing a higher amount of exercise. And so if you do endurance races or you're currently doing endurance races and you try to lose fat, improve your body composition and build muscle, it is going to be more challenging because you know that we have to create a deficit for that shift in body composition to happen, whether with exercise or with nutrition. And we can only bring your nutrition so low because we don't want to affect your performance when you're doing sports. And we can only like, we have to add exercise, but if you're already doing 10 hours of training of swimming, biking, and running, like we would have to add more to that versus someone that's barely doing any cardio and I throw them an extra 30 minutes or buys them like, what is happening? We need to burn right now. If I throw you an extra 30 minutes, we are doing 10 hours a week. It's not going to make that much of a difference. All right. So it does make it more challenging to improve your body composition. Um, and it does make it harder for future fat loss. Cause again, your body's just used to out uh, such a huge output of exercise. So that's number one thing you need to know before you do an endurance race. The second one is you need to be clear on why you're doing them. And I'm only going to say this from personal experience. I'm not going to say that that's how it is for every single person that does endurance races. Um, but for me and for a lot of people that I personally know, a lot of it was evolved around escapism, right? Um, I don't, I, I don't drink, don't do drugs. To me, sports was my way of escaping the hard things that were happening in my life. And for a lot of members that I've had, and for a lot of friends that I know that are in that space, there's, there's little, there's demons inside that they don't want to deal with, and that we, we use endurance sport as a way to not deal with it, because. And realistically, from experience, like if you're on a bike for four hours, you're you're doing the same repetition. You can just shut off your brain and do what you need to do. You don't need to think about what's actually happening inside or happening in your life. If you're swimming, you know, for 2000 meters, for 3000 meters for a swimming session, you just shut off your mind. It's very repetitive. Same thing with running, right? You can just zone out, close your mind. You don't have to think you just do this. So a lot of people love endurance sports for that reason. And again, I don't, I love the endurance community. So I'm not attacking anyone in the endurance community. I'm trying to say like, that's why I did it. Um, and a lot of other people that I know, they have demons that are not willing to deal with. And so they just think that working out more and more is going to solve all of these problems. And so I'm saying, be clear on why you want to do an endurance race. If it is simply for the fact that you want to test the boundaries of what you can do with your body, which I can relate to, that's awesome. But you have to be honest with yourself. Are you running away from something? Is there something you don't want to confront and you think that this will allow you to either one, not think about it or second, solve it? Are you doing for fat loss purposes? If you are, there's a way more efficient way to do it, right? The only way I would say like you you do endurance races, if you actually genuinely have a love for it and you're very curious to see what your body can do. Those would be like the two main reasons that I, that I can think of. All right, so that's point number two, be sure on why you're doing it. Make sure it's not out of escapism because it won't change anything. It'll actually hurt you more in the long run because you start to develop an addiction to the numbing that comes into your mind as you're doing these repetitive movements of swimming, biking, and running. And so, yeah, I just want you to have a healthy mind. And so be careful as to why you're doing it. So point number three, um, it'll take you a lot more time to lose the fat than if you were to do a proper fat loss phase. Again, just referring back to point one, if you're doing 10 hours of cardio and your body gets used to it, there we have, therefore we have to do 11 hours of cardio for us to create an additional deficit versus someone that's 
never really worked out before, or that workouts consistently three strength trainings a week, two cards of 30 minutes or two, like one card of 30 minutes, then we can bring their card to 45 minutes a week. Right. And right there, we'll be able to create a deficit. And so it's a, such a smaller amount and it's so much more manageable than for you to go from 10 hours to 11 hours a week of cardio on top of throwing some strength training in there. So if you're doing for fat loss, there's a way easier way to do it. That is a lot more manageable in terms of time because I see so many people, they want to lose weight. I'm going to run a half marathon. They're training for a half marathon. You're training five to 10 hours a week. You have kids, you have work. Like, how is that manageable for you to run five to 10 hours a week? And you're not even doing strength training in there. You're not even like watching your nutrition in there, which that will be the, the, the next point I'm talking about. Like, it's not manageable. It's not realistic for you to do that for the rest of your life. And so there's a lot easier way to do that. If you just want some information on that, there's a link down below. That's how we help our members. You don't have to do like hours of cardio per week. So point number four, which we talked about nutrition, it's not a freebie to eat everything that you want because you think that you're burning so many calories and that your body is just going to burn through it. I've seen this so often. So here's the thing with endurance training. You're training for a specific event. If you're doing triathlon, it's swimming, biking, and running. If it's running, it's running. Like the whole goal of your training is for you to become efficient at performing that movement. So if we break down what efficiency is in sport, is your body's ability to perform the movement at a high level, at a low energy expenditure so that you can go faster and longer. And so the more you become efficient, the less calories you burn at actually performing the movement. So for those of you guys that have been training for six months, a year, two years, three years in endurance sports, you're like, oh my God, I just did like a four hour bike ride and I burned 2000 calories. Therefore I can eat 2000 calories more. Like, no, no, this is based off a generic Garmin tracker or whoop or, or whatever you have. Like those tra calorie trackers are not accurate and are not taking into account the efficiency that your body has built into, into performing these movements. All right. So. The more you've trained a specific thing, the more efficient it is, which is why you're able to perform, put out more wattage on the bike, run faster at a lower heart rate, but you burn less calories. So therefore it is less of a stressor on the body that would require it to do, to um, be in that deficit, to lose some fat. And so it is not a free for all. If you're training for an endurance race, you think you just eat whatever you want, however, how much everyone you want. Um, and continue to lose weight. That is not how it works. And that is one of the main reasons why a lot of amateur endurance athletes have terrible body composition because they just eat whatever they want, carbs and fat, right? Not No no emphasis on protein to build lean muscle tissue to um, improve recovery speed, just carbs and fat. I can eat whatever I want. I'm burning a lot of calories. Terrible body composition. Um, and you're just digging yourself in the hole in terms of, in terms of fat loss and actual performance, right? So it is not a free for all. Um, I made that mistake at the start, caught myself, learned, and then that's how we're also training our our members that are doing endurance sports. We have a few cyclists on the team on our for our members and a few triathletes also. So point number five is if you're considering doing endurance races, and this has nothing to do with fat loss or anything, make sure you hire a coach. And I know you guys are probably tired of me saying like hire a coach. I have several mentors and coaches in my life. I've been very upfront and open about this, but here's the thing with endurance sports. If you're doing running, for example, and logically you think like, oh, if I'm late for the bus, I can run for the bus. Therefore I know how to run. No, <laughs> doesn't mean you, you're, you have the ability to run, but it doesn't mean you're running with a good form. If you're going to be training for an endurance race, there's going to be a ton of rep repetition of the same movement. So imagine if you think you know how you run to know how to run, but you actually have a terrible running form, right? Bent over, landing on your heels. You're not leaning your body forward. Like 
terrible running form. What do you think is going to happen if you do that, that repetitive movement, 10 hours a week for six months? Eventually, you're going to get injured. You're going to create imbalances in your body. And so it's very, very critical, especially in the endurance space, that you have a coach to make sure that you're doing everything with the right form. If you're swimming, make sure you have a coach that teaches you how to swim properly. I've seen so many people mess up their shoulders and their neck and their back because they're swimming cross-armed. They don't have a proper posture. Their bike is not adjusted properly. They're putting in like 10 hours a week of bike training for six months to a year. What do you think is going to happen to your hip and your knees and your back? It's going to be in pain. And then you're trying to go and run with a bad form. That's where a lot of endurance athletes get injured. They're not practicing the right form. Like it's the most dangerous part of that sport is if you don't have the right form, the right adjustment, you're repeating a, ter a bad movement for you, a terrible biomechanic for hours and hours and hours and hours. It's a lot better for you to learn how to properly run, how to properly set up your bike and how to properly swim. That way you can repeat the proper motion. It's going to greatly reduce your risk of injury, right? Doesn't eliminate it hundred percent. A lot of people that have good form still get injured because it's a lot of volume on the body, but you're going to greatly reduce your risk of injury if you're able to get the proper form down, which we do form check for our members that like to run or bike or swim. They send us a video and then we give them some feedback on what to adjust because, again, I have multiple years of experience in the endurance space. And so make sure you get a coach so that you practice the right movement. All right, guys, so that's going to be it for this short episode right Friday. I try to keep it short. I did not do a good job at keeping it under five minutes, but hopefully it was valuable for you. If you do have any questions about this podcast, about injury and sports, feel free to send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Always love to chat with you guys. Um, and if you're considering doing your first race and you want some training in terms of being performant, building some lean muscle, improving your body composition, you actually want to do it the right way. Um, then there's a link down below where you can apply for coaching to work with our Fit Vegan coaching team. We'd love to chat with you. Hope you guys have an awesome day and enjoy your weekend. Ciao. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at Fit Vegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.